Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about solar plexus chakra. Could you please tell me what role does the solar plexus chakra play in people's lives? Sure. So your solar plexus chakra, um, or the yellow chakra, is like your personal sun. So it is the center of your personal solar system, if you will, your personal galaxy, your personal world. Um, It is the center of energy for your body. And I know every chakra is supposed to be an energetic center, but this one, quite literally, like if you imagined your body um, or your matrix structure, kind of like having a plug that plugs it into like an electric network of sorts um, that makes everything come to life, that would be done through this center. Um, It is also a center that basically if you look at humanity from the spiritual perspective, you actually see them as this globules of energy. And the solar plexus chakra is the easiest one the easiest one to see so it's almost like you can look from above onto the network of humans and it would come across as you know a network of different suns right so, um like some bigger some smaller some brighter some dimmer um some very pure and vibrant and others a little bit dimmer and maybe um requiring personal work and mm-hmm. transformation it's actually quite uh, fascinating your solar plexus also is like a glue of sorts that holds your different bodies together in the sense that the same energy that powers your solar plexus um, would also power your other lighter bodies right so without the energy coming through the solar plexus you're Emotional, your mental bodies cannot exist in the physical um, or be attached to the physical in the way that is meaningful to you. Hmm. Yeah, so your solar plexus is, you know, your personal center of power and energy. Um, It is a center that enables you to achieve things in the physical realm. Um, It is your center of self-confidence your center of manifestation, um, your center of connectedness to the human race, um, your center of connectedness to yang energies that run in your family. So to your father and the father's father and up to the very first man who created your ancestral lineage. 
right? Well, not that men single-handedly create your ancestral lineage, but it's a couple, right? Mm-hmm. So your your yellow center connects you to your forefather, or the first of your forefathers. So in, in many ways, that's his energy that you're borrowing, as well as energy from the sun or your galactic father or the creator or source, however you want to refer to that. Mm-hmm. It is also, you know, a place of ego, uh, which is not to say that, you know, ego doesn't have to have a negative connotation, but it is also a place of um, a point of separation in some ways, right? So the fact that you have a complete and separate identity from other things in the universe actually depends on um, the fact that you have a solar plexus, or rather, if you didn't have that chakra, it would be very hard for you to determine where you end and the other person begins, or where you end and air begins, for instance. Mm -hmm. So for you to have self-identification, you need solar plexus. Yeah, so that that about describes the purpose of the chakra. Uh yeah, and it's it's your PowerPoint. It's the PowerPoint. Got it. And is there a thing like um, like the anatomy of the solar plexus chakra? Like what it consists of? Well, there are so many different ways to look at the anatomy. Uh-huh. Um, I actually don't like thinking of chakras as entities that have petals. Because I think that's actually a very limiting way of looking at chakras. Yeah. Um, I mean, last time I think we spoke about it's uh, like a pulsating sphere. Yeah, yeah. That I prefer I prefer that a lot better. Uh-huh. So if I were to, to describe the anatomy, I would say that this particular chakra is a sphere like all others. However, this one has very pronounced cells on the surface. Mm-hmm. So think of like the disco ball, right? Yeah. It's made of like a bunch of different squares on the surface. So your solar plexus is kind of the same, only instead of being silver, it's kind of like this gold energy, yellow gold energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, yeah, it is pulsating. um, But it also, um, so it kind of like um, consists of these like particles or these cells um, and each of the cells is either filled with light or not. Is there a specific function of each cell in the chakra? It's not so much the function, but um, it's kind of like if you think about your being, you know, you're a very multifaceted being and you draw your energy from very different places. Mm-hmm. So it's not like all of your energy comes from one place. You are so supported in so many different ways and so each of these cells is either animated by energy or with energy Mm -hmm. as in lit up by a particular energy source or it's not and then it remains dark and there is a very particular connection so each cell can only be eliminated by its own source of energy Mm -hmm. um, and not another source so basically 
very strong, healthy solar plexus chakras have most of these cells activated and kind of filled with this golden light, mm -hmm. right? So imagine kind of like being plugged into electricity. So they're, um, they're alive and, and, and they're working towards your benefit. And then the ones that are dark are at this point not animated and not getting the nurturing that they require. So it is a little bit about understanding you know, or clearing the blocks. You don't necessarily have to understand the block to clear the block in this particular case, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have an underactive yellow chakra, it's kind of like it's all about doing the, the spring cleaning and it's going like the cell by cell by cell, making sure that whatever is its own personal source of power, you know, that cell is connected to it and then it's getting that sustenance that it needs. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. So... As I understand um, your, is there a thing like the size of uh, the chakra, given like your experience and how many, how developed it is? Yes. Uh, is it measured in size? N n no, uh, but it, it is size. something, it is something that you would probably refer to as size. Mm -hmm. It is more so the amount of and the quality of energy that it's able to hold. The like frequency the of that golden light and, and, and kind of the amount of it. The color? The color, yes, but it's also like you can think of it as voltage, right? Yeah. I think that would be a good analogy. You know how you have lamps and some of them are like 10 volts and the other are like 200 volts. And the yeah. amount of light that they, are, like, they would give out mm -hmm. uh, is very, very different. So um, I think this is a good analogy as far as your solar plexus is concerned, think of it as having a particular type of voltage. Mm -hmm. Depending on how much personal power you have, you know, all of the incarnations that you've had in the past, how you, you know, um, behaved in those incarnations. One thing that powers the yellow chakra a lot is setting a goal and achieving it. Setting a goal and achieving it. So if you have like a history of, you know, achieving things that you really wanted for yourself in past incarnations, your yellow is going your yellow chakra is going to be able to reflect that hmm. um as opposed to if you have the opposite of like either you don't set goals and hence don't achieve them or you set goals and then something goes wrong or you you know in, in, instead of going after your goal no matter what like sometimes you give up too early or you're not able to get it so these types of people would would have an underperforming yellow chakra and then a lot of you know issues that come with that which is you know a uh, lack of self-confidence lack of knowing what it is that you want in life you know um overall apathy low energy etc etc mm -hmm. so and they don't experience the flow of that um action and achievement and success uh you know material achievement in this particular case Got it. So from that standpoint, to answer your question, yes, like th there's no such thing as size per se, yeah. but different humans would definitely have very different power sources and their personal suns are quite different in terms of the purity of light they transmute, etc. So, mm -hmm. you know, like personal power and the quality of your yellow center is also determined um, and the hue of that yellow is also determined by, you know, the kinds of goals you're set for yourself, um, you know, and how self-serving they are as opposed to maybe um, outward and, and, and serving others. 
And so if, 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 if you have a history of achieving something for the greater good of humanity or the greater good of some type of group of people, you would be able to hold on to energies that are a lot lighter, uh, yellow, almost like yellow with like white energies. So mm -hmm. like, um, like a very <laughs> precious metal type of yellow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then of course, if, if you've been like, you know, driven by very selfish, things that you know could potentially harm people but you didn't care you know it would be like a lot dirtier almost brownish yellow energies hmm. kind of like tarnished yeah so basically given uh like the size or like the frequency the voltage the voltage <laughs> can be uh different uh but uh like the ideal um chakra is the one that has all the cells open and clean right even though it's low voltage yeah i mean it's hard to achieve 100 percent of the, all of these cells being activated but it's you know the more of them that are activated the stronger you ultimately are and mm -hmm. yes you do benefit from having as many of them filled and active and healthy as possible mm -hmm. and uh, during the lifetime uh that you have right uh is it something that you should do by doing some actions like setting a goal and maybe some other things or it's like also a combination of meditative practices when you like proactively opening this cells so as far as the cleaning exercise um unless there is trauma that has to do with your personal sense of power um you don't really need to clean your yellow that often um, so, you know, once or twice in a lifetime, like a thorough cleanse would be enough. So as far as personal trauma that could tarnish your yellow center, think of imprisonment, for instance, or anything that limits your personal sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. It's actually very hard for people who are, you know, specifically incarcerated, um, you know, to feel empowered in their yellow center. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's actually like being imprisoned in, in, in this universe is, is a big challenge for the yellow center mm -hmm. and, and how much somebody can can hold of that personal power. Or sometimes when you have an abusive parent when, that you don't necessarily feel like listens to what you want and like always kind of like forces you into things like that could really hurt your yellow. So sometimes there is trauma that you would need to work through. But more often than not, yellow center is actually evolved, like the best way to evolve it, the best way to feed it is through action in the physical world and not so much meditation. Mm, um, outside of practices and energetic um, exercises that have to do with two things, A, the original clearing meaning like if there is like trauma debris whatever that needs to be cleared like you cannot really do that by achieving goals in in the physical and two is what i would call the tuning up or making sure that your frequency is as high or as light as it possibly can be and the tuning up is actually best performed um by aligning yourself to the two sources of of yellow energy that you have one, as I mentioned, is your the original masculine energy 
that is the founding energy of your ancestral line. So that is your first source of yellow light. And two is the great uh, creator or the source, you know, the masculine entity that kind of like created everything that you're witnessing. So these are the two sources. And so, you know, I would recommend doing that tuning up or, you know, tuning up the frequency of that yellow chakra by connecting to these two sources. Mm-hmm. And um, because no. we already are talking about this, maybe you can also give us some practice. Yeah, sure. It's actually quite easy. So you want to, in a meditative state, get present to the fact that you have this yellow center, right? You you want to see it as a yellow pulsating sphere. Um, and, you know, you almost like want to expand it. In, in your belly center and like breathe into it so that you know it kind of like opens up and, and, and starts pulsating and then what you want to do is you want to imagine your father right your father figure in this mm-hmm. in this life and imagine that your father in the same way that you have a, a son right in the middle of your belly your father also has a son in the middle of his belly and imagine that there is a rod or a cord that connects these two suns. And imagine that there is vibrant yellow energy that flows from your father's belly, from your father's son to your own personal son, feeding it, powering it. Very often in this particular instance, if you as a human have have had issues around like abandonment like your father abandoned you or there is a traumatic experience between you and your father or you know you just maybe don't know your father Mm -hmm. uh, because he died early on or left your mom or what have you you know very often um you know people would have a hard time imagining the energy of the sun flowing from their father to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be hard if somebody perceived that their dad doesn't love them or is not present in, in any way or in some sort of way, right? So you want to really, you know, enable that flow, right? Yeah. Which is not to say, like, you don't have to necessarily understand and forgive your father, although that is actually very advisable, but that might take years. Um, in, in, in this simple meditation, what is enough is just building a cord between your father's son and your own son. Mm-hmm. And then you want to imagine a line of men that connects you and your very, very first ancestor, like the founding father of your ancestry line. So it's like quite literally like, you know, imagining your father, then his father, then his father before him. And it's like a line of men. It's going to be, you know, a very long line for some, a little bit of a shorter line for others. And what you want to do is you want to imagine all of these men having very healthy, strong sons in the middle of their bellies and then very strong cords connecting them. Hmm. And then you want to get to this primordial, original forefather of your whole ancestry line. This is generally somebody that on you know, on the energetic level is going to be the tallest, you know, the mighty one. Because generally, if 
um, if you're a soul that is meant to establish a lineage, it takes a lot of personal power to do so. So weak souls or younger souls don't have that luxury. It's also a big responsibility. Hmm. So very often the souls that are the originators of dynasties have very strong, powerful, ancient souls that tend to have very, very healthy uh, suns, very, very healthy um, solar plexus centers. Because quite literally, um, if, you, if you think about um, the, this energy, like it, it's, it's also the same thing as chi, right? Um, this is the life energy, the life force. So that father figure has to have enough in him to be able to share with the rest of his lineage. So it has to be a very, very powerful source indeed. Yeah. Now, um, you want to repair the cords as they are, as they're see as you know, if you're seeing a cord that's not there or like the energy is not flowing, you just want to build it up, you know, make it strong, attach it in a way that it's meant to be attached, and then have the energy flow through it. And then you literally like once you get to this very last person who is this biggest with the biggest sun. You really want to imagine kind of like through all of these men in between you that you are connecting right to the very center of his personal son and how he is giving you his loving, strong, masculine, yang, yang, um, uh, fire energy mm-hmm. of achievement, of success, of, you know, being fully present of having and finding and knowing your place within the larger human family, the energy of the fact that you matter, you know, mm-hmm. the, ener- the energy of, of like possibility, the possibility to manifest something into existence that doesn't exist yet, hmm. right? So you want to be fully connected and present to this endless source that is always available to you that you didn't know potentially that you had. Or that maybe you're able to regain, right? Mm-hmm. Know that you can tap into that energy anytime you feel down, anytime you're doubting yourself, anytime you have negative self-talk, anytime you don't know what to do with your life, or you need to make a big life life-changing decision, anytime you feel you're not strong enough to do something, anytime you feel alone and not supported, anytime you feel weak. Mm-hmm. Anytime you feel lost, anytime you feel sad, Hmm. you can go back to that endless well and source of energy because it is meant to feed you. By the virtue of you coming into this lineage, you have already been granted an unequivocal, you know, uh, right to tap into that life force Hmm. and to share in it. So that's one. And nice. then the second sun is you want to look up into the sky and see if there's a sun over your head. Now, very often the same people that have had issues with being connected to their father's center would not be able to see the sun ahead of them. Yeah. Because in the sa- as above, so below, in the same way that you're experiencing the lack of connection to your human father, you're probably experiencing a lack of connection to your heavenly father, if you will. 
So you want to search for that sun. Very often it is there. It's just hidden. You know, there could be very deep clouds that prevent you from seeing that sun. Or sometimes, you know, it could be some type of blocking energy that's there. And I've seen all kinds of blocking energies that don't very that, that don't make that much sense actually in the sky. Some objects that are not supposed to be in the sky. Hmm. You know, it's it, it could be sometimes the sun is hidden by a frying pan, and you're like, but what's the frying pan doing in the sky, darling? Um, so you want to remove whatever obstacle is in between you and the sun in the sky, mm-hmm. and then you want to see. Notice and pay attention to the fact that you have a cord that connects you right to that sun. Or rather, it connects your own little sun in your belly to this grand master of a sun in the sky. And you want to notice that there has been energy flowing through that cord all along since the first minute you were born. Since the first breath you ever took on this planet, that energy has been sustaining you. Whether you were aware of it, or not because if it was not you would not be able to stay alive that's interesting now this is the higher sun yeah this is the energy that you could learn from in the same way that you could always fall back on the energy of your ancestors this energy is an all-loving all-present and all-forgiving force that is always there to serve you a lesson and to help you towards your best path of evolution, remove any obstacles. You can call onto it anytime you need great assistance with something. And this is also your great, the great power you can tap into if you have big challenges in your life that you feel like you need to overcome and maybe you're not strong enough on your own. Hmm. So this is a beautiful divine father energy that's always available to you that is, you know, will always be there and has always been there that is given to you just because Hmm. you don't need to be someone do something to deserve it Mm -hmm. you are deserving by the virtue of you being off that source always connected to it and how would you ask for this help from the divine father in the same way that you would ask help from anyone else. <laughs> Just out loud? Yes. Or yeah, in your head, it doesn't matter. It works either way. Mm-hmm. You just ask for it. Yeah. You would say, Father, or you would say, Source, can I please get your assistance with this project that I'm working on? Hmm. I know that you're out there, and I know that you want to help me. And all I need to do is ask. So you ask. Hmm. This is a free will type of planet. The sun is not going to help you and is not going to give you energy in the excess of what it is giving you unless you ask. Hmm. Interesting. And I've heard about the kind of magic of the spoken word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it actually stronger when you speak it out loud than just mentally inside yourself? No, not necessarily. Um, The power of your spoken word is the same as the power of your manifestation. Mm -hmm. And it actually has more to do with your faith and belief Mm. than the fact it is spoken. 
So it would have the same amount of power that you allot it with your belief and your energy alignment. And you can write it out, you can say it out loud, or you can say it in your head. Mm-hmm. It's just as real. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, otherwise our thoughts or your thoughts would not have a power to create your reality, but they do. And yet they're not spoken out loud. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so it means that your solar plexus chakra gets energy from these two sources. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm, that makes sense. And um, is there a difference in uh, how men and women uh, perceive solar plexus? Uh, energy I wouldn't say that there is it's specifically by gender yeah um, you know father is love is father is love right whether it's for the girl or it's for the guy mm-hmm. it's that sense of stability and you know personal confidence and believe that you matter and that you know you can do something with yourself your life and you know within this world Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's perceived differently. Mm-hmm. Like that type of energy is still the same. Yeah. Um, is there a difference how it works? Uh, like with maybe your other bodies or the physical? Um, or it's the same? Well, let's see. This is an interesting question. Well, let's just say that the healthy yellow, Mm -hmm. the healthy solar plexus, while not perceived differently, it would probably be manifest, it would manifest a little bit differently in the two genders. But the type of energy and the type of love and the type of support that you're feeling is very similar. Mm. That frequency that you're receiving from central sun doesn't really matter whether you're experiencing that in the female body or the male body. It doesn't matter if you're experiencing that as a child or an older person. It kind of is that same jolt of life-giving chi uh-huh. uh, that fills you up. Now, as far as like the different type of manifestation... Um, it's, it's a little bit different, right? Because, um, you know, masculine energy is outward facing and, and, and we have to be careful, like when explaining this, because I'm worried that it'll create more confusion that it would do good, but I would still answer without going into too much detail. The yellow energy is the masculine right so in both women and men it is the masculine center Mm -hmm. it operates like according to the rules of masculine energy however if we take you know one aspect of this energy is confidence you know for men this confidence so like for both genders is i i can get what i want that's the manifestation of this energy i can and i will get what i want only for men it is more so about I will go out there and get what I want. And for women, it's I will stay here and attract what I want. Right. But ultimately, the frequency is I'll get what I want. 
That makes sense. Yeah, and it's just like this subtle difference of yeah. like attracting something to you as opposed to going out to get it. So just because you're, you know, just because yellow is a masculine energy doesn't mean that if you're a woman, it changes everything about how you're supposed to be in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I remember when we were talking about uh, heart chakra, you said that men experience uh, more problems <laughs> or like uh, it's uh, closed and more men than in women, I think. Something oh, like is that. that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. So from that standpoint, um, yellow is a lot more, it's, it's further developed in most men on this planet than women. Um, green is a little bit different because I mentioned that green through childbirth, women are already connected to that green heart loving energy, like almost like the energy of self-sacrifice, because actually to give birth, you have to sacrifice a lot, right? And in general, if you kind of like follow pregnancy, there's a lot of self-sacrifice. Women actually give up a lot of things when they're pregnant. Alcohol is one example, you know, you give up certain foods, you give up certain meds. Like, you know, you give up a lot of things, right? So that naturally you kind of like have to practice that compassion, self-sacrifice. And, and like, um, that is your first experience and in, in, in di- deep dive into, well, it's not just about me. It's about this little being in me. In the same way, like yellow is a lot more developed in a lot of men. And you kind of see that in and how men, for instance, present themselves in, in the workplace, right? There is a lot, there's a lot of talk and very often that comes from women where, you know, men always perceive themselves to be like qualified and able to do kind of like any job. That's why men actually are more prone to asking for a promotion, asking for a raise, you know, applying for jobs that are kind of like above their title, and thinking they can handle it as opposed to women, you know, they can be three times overqualified, but they would be doubting themselves. And they would be like, well, I don't know. Am I good enough? I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. And this is because, you know, yellow as a masculine energy is a lot more pronounced and easier to grasp as an energy for masculine bodies. Right. So women are, you know, let's just say that they have to work harder to integrate these types of energies. So there are a lot more confident men out there than there are women. I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. And um, how would, is it possible to... But not only that, but then there is like, you know, of course, like multiple different renditions of this yellow energy like one thing that you would know is like women in position of power don't act in the same way that men in the position of power do and like the shadow aspect one of the shadow aspects of of the yellow energy is if this works for me i don't care how it impacts somebody else so this is an energy as an energy it's actually a lot closer to masculinity so for instance that's why men um in power think of war sometimes as as like a a good thing Mm -hmm. you know like whereas like if you put a woman in a position of power she's not going to come from the same place because the relationship to war and the concept of war happens on very different chakras for women the relationship to war starts with a green Mm -hmm. they automatically go into their heart center 
and imagine sending their own kids to war that same child that you know is connected to them energetically and just escaped from their womb and all of a sudden they're like whoa whoa danger no that's not good whereas for men they're still in their yellow in relationship to war and so they're like well war is a means to an end like we wa- i want more territory for instance, or I want more resources, I want to pr- be able to better provide, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And so they, they're not necessarily thinking of anything other than themselves in that particular instance. So it is that center, remember how I told you it's the center of separation? Yeah. And how you don't necessarily consider other mm-hmm. in this particular instance. Yeah. So that's why it's a little bit more one sided for men. And that's why it's actually a lot easier for them to sign off and go into war or justify war. Hmm. You know, um, and, and, and again, that's how like it's, it's a little bit different, like subtleties in terms of how different genders perceive this energy and use it. Mm-hmm. And uh, would it be possible to describe a person with a bright and strong uh, solar plexus center like this kind of ideal? Yeah. So, like I said, like to be able to transmute um and emanate higher level yellow energies mm-hmm. you have to have the capacity slash history of achievement for the greater good of a big group of people or beings mm-hmm. from other lifetimes or other planets or you know other incarnations and things like that yeah so somebody with a strong yellow is somebody that has a very strong sense of fairness Mm -hmm. first and foremost so it comes from a very grounded place of what's fair and it almost takes up a fatherly type responsibility for beings around them right Mm -hmm. so the bigger the power the bigger the responsibility that is very much the energy of the healthy yellow center hmm. where yes you are separate and you do recognize the separation but in that separation you start recognizing the connectedness and the fact that if you have power you could help others hmm. through your achievement yeah um somebody with a yellow big healthy yellow center would be able to set big planetary goals for themselves and then move towards achieving that. Yellow energy is very grounded in the energy of action and very often it has to tap into the lower centers to be able to achieve it. So somebody with a healthy yellow center, beautiful, vibrant yellow center, generally has a beautiful, vibrant orange and red. Because unless you have red and orange, you don't have that groundedness. You don't have the support that you need to make things happen in the physical. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, you wouldn't actually be able to get where you're trying to go. Right. If those centers weren't other, activated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And uh, like, what are the signs that your um, solar plexus chakra is out of alignment? A difficulty decision making. Uh-huh. Uh, difficulty um, keeping energy levels up. Uh-huh. When you feel like drained all the time, and or you feel like you just 
would rather not take on a project because it's just such a chore when you procrastinate a lot um, on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. When you obviously self-doubt and negative self-talk um, and allowing yourself those, that's definitely yellow out of alignment. Mm. A lot of things that have to do with the opposite side of power things like greed things like arrogance um, things like me versus you mentality or you know zero-sum game I need to take in order to have Uh, people with a hyper focus on themselves so all your narcissists Mm -hmm. would live here or your t- all your tyrants also. Although tyrant is actually a very special breed, energetic breed. Uh, very out, propor- out of proportion yellow center with a very damaged red would be a tyrant. So mm-hmm. actually the tyrants are actually very insecure in their red center. And at the same time they have this hyperactive yellow. Hmm. And, and that's how you get somebody who is very abusive. That's interesting. Yeah, but at the same time has enough power, unfortunately, to exude that and to be in charge of someone. Huh. I see that. So, yeah, a lot of people in position of power would have very big yellows. Uh-huh. Um, and if you see that you have uh, one of these uh, disalignments, right, uh, what what can you do like by is there any energetic practice or you have to like change the way you think like for example lack of confidence right so yeah lack of confidence is actually the easiest to fix that means that you're um as far as the cells like the little you know cells within you're yellow, yeah. there's probably a lot of them that are not animated that's supposed to be animated. So oh. this is what you go, like, um, we already kind of went through the attunement exercise. There's also a cleaning exercise that yeah. you would need to do in this particular case. So you want to literally, you know, as you're doing this meditation, you want to shrink yourself to be quite small. Uh-huh. And you want to imagine yourself in the center of your solar plexus chakra, in, in the center of your... S- personal sun Mm -hmm. right and you know from there you'll see like a bunch of different pathways and actually from what from the inside it looks like all each of these cells is like a window and this window could be entirely black and dirty and like with cobwebs and you know like uh, closed windows or like blinds down etc so you want to examine um, the cells like one by one by one that need to be animated but they're actually dark mm. like no light is coming through and you want to clean it and sometimes it's blocked from the inside and sometimes it's blocked from the outside so there are 3,000 different ways that you can clean each window you know you could like literally take a broom and wash it or you can take a shower head and just put like a massive amount of water and just like wash all the debris and dirt and all of these darkness that's covering this light. And then, you know, from the inside or the outside. And like once you clean this like cell slash window, you know, 
you would be able to look outside and see this personal like there is um as you're looking out outside yeah. there should be another sun that donates energy to this particular window hmm. right and and that could be anything like literally it could be from one of your past lives some just something that gives you life yeah. it could be a memory it could be a particular skill that you have it could be from one of your ancestors it could be a gift from your guides it could be from one of the elementals like it could be so many different sources and you don't even need to know what the source is but you would need to allow that light to penetrate your personal sun and that is how that cell is animated and you mm. want to go and like clean this up and of course like you don't have to get to such micro level you can be cleaning many many cells all in one go that are interconnected somehow mm -hmm. right so you just want to do like a big 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 renovation of your personal sun sometimes yeah. you would notice that certain windows or certain cells are broken completely or boarded up and you know uh, or like you know s some windows are going to be completely broken like with like bombs and 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 whatnot like as if there was like war or some type of um battle mm -hmm. in, in its vicinity so you want to patch everything up and like install new window frames and like make sure everything is is, is good and it definitely will help with things like you know like low self-confidence low self-esteem negative self-talk mm -hmm. because generally with, with things like that it's just uh you're not getting not not all of your switches are on some yeah. of the switches are off and so you quite literally are not getting animated in, in all the places that you were meant to and so you're experiencing that as a loss of power mm. do you see how loss of power like means so many different things and yeah. it could actually mean like actually having a blackout yes actually not being plugged into electricity right that's your loss of power mm -hmm. you need to get that power back yeah. You need to plug yourself into the uh, the outlet that you were always supposed to be plugged into. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so does it mean that you can use this uh, practice for all misalignments? Or there are some that require a different kind of practice? Um, this is for when you don't feel like you have enough. Yeah like loss of power confidence this kind of things right yes mm -hmm. and uh you would need another one for something else well now we're looking at like the deep shadow which is having almost like too much and and and, and like being like aggressive and arrogant and all of these things now of course most people who are aggressive and who are arrogant are not necessarily a going to be listening to this recording b would huh. even want to do something about this but with this one it's actually quite interesting on the one hand you're experiencing an influx of this yellow energy but at the same time this is a very like these people come from a very broken place uh -huh. they actually come from a place of not loving themselves mm. so if you're a tyrant or you know like generally what's missing is the green right so there's mm -hmm. some trauma 
in the in the green center that makes makes your yellow disbalanced. Oh, I see. So you're like your relationship with other is broken and that's why you're like hyper focused on yourself. It's almost like think of like some energy that needs to be going to other people and to the outside world mm-hmm. cannot come through because of some some type of trauma that you experience and so it just gets stuck inside of you and keeps like circling around and circling around and creating this vicious circles like where it's like too much we have an overabundance we have an overabundance because you're not meant to be using that for yourself hmm. you're meant to be sharing that because you know if you're your like let's go back to that concept of your personal sun is the center of your universe everything else revolves around it meaning if you have a healthy yellow it would warm up and show the way and make things grow around you and if you have a disbalanced yellow it either is not going to shine at all or burn things in your vicinity and turn everything into a desert and into a very very treacherous terrain hmm. you know your yellow really has that power yeah so when all of its power is concentrated on itself it is actually very unhealthy Imagine the sun that was trying to hold on all of its energy to itself instead of sharing it freely. Hmm. So one trick to balance out your yellow is actually rebuild the green and rebuild a network of things and connections with others and allow your yellow to finally be able to float that energy outward. Mm-hmm. instead of holding on to it and like creating all of this electricity that cannot go anywhere hmm. right yeah that is actually going to help you fix things like narcissism and tyranny and greed mm-hmm. and this hyper focus on having control for instance yeah right huh. that's interesting and uh is there is there a thing like uh fifth dimensional solar plexus chakra absolutely and um how is it different from the third dimensional and is it available for people on this planet yes so again it's a lot less focused on me 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 and a lot more focused on us ah so and so it's it's a lot so like third dimensional yellow would be what can me do what can i do what can me do to make me feel better. Yeah. The fifth dimension of yellow is what can me do? And I know this is not English, but like this would help you understand. What can me do to make us feel better? Right. That's your fifth. Oh. Right? It's still separate. And that's some very important. Like yellow is always going to be about me. Right. What's my responsibility? What's my personal power? What's my path? Yeah. You know, your third dimensional is how can I make my own life better? How can I achieve my goals? Hmm. Fifth dimensional is how can I make everything around me better? How can I help achieve collective goals? Hmm. Very different. Yeah, very different. And uh, is there a difference uh, in color? Uh, Yes, of course. So, you know, you're your lower dimensional yellow is going to be again closer to that brown spectrum Mm 
Yeah. Your higher dimensional yellow is going to be closer to the white white gold spectrum. White gold. White gold. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Awesome. And um, because we already spoke about um, like how to connect uh, your solar plexus to like the personal and the source sun, uh, is there a thing like how to open your uh, solar plexus chakra? in this case or we already spoke well about this. this would be the same thing as doing the cleaning yeah so yeah. opening the chakra means doing the full cleaning of so here's what it means an open chakra is the one that has at least 51 percent of cells active oh so yeah that th that's your majority yeah if you're 49 percent active it's not going to be the flow because so your body is very resilient it can operate with a lot of limitations mm -hmm. right in the same way like you know people who lose an arm or a leg are still able to figure it out and they're able to like work it out you know you can live with one kidney etc yeah. same thing like you don't have to have you can you there there are there are a ton of humanity has twenty five percent of their solar plexus activated. Hmm. Now of course this might be the same people that are you know not necessarily always feeling inspired to do things and like are you know are having mundane jobs and not making a lot of money and like feel stuck and don't you know have a lot of negative self talk and limiting beliefs etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But there are a ton of them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But. If, if you have this little of your yellow activated, that means only like 25% of the cells in that particular chakra are activated. Everything else is blacked out. Hmm. So you're only 25% into the electricity network. Yeah. Or like tuned into that. Mm -hmm. So opening your yellow chakra would mean passing that 51% barrier, mm -hmm. right? Where the yeah. majority of it is going to be activated. Um, very often you would say, you know, there's like this concept of a critical mass, right? You need a critical mass, like for instance, with humanity. Um, I'm sure you've heard that like, okay, like if a certain percent of people, um, you know, develop an immunity to a particular pandemic or disease, then everybody has that. Yeah. And then their future generations have it. So the critical mass for yellow is at 51%. Once you're at 51%, you really start slowly but surely. You are on the path where things start opening up for you in and of themselves. Hmm. If it's under 51%, you're going to have to do serious work, right? So people who have open yellow chakras have at least 51% of their outlets plugged in. Hmm. Is it the case for other chakras or just for the solar plexus? No, no, this is uh, just for solar plexus. Uh -huh. All chakras operate differently. Interesting. And, and they have very different critical mass. And do they have... For uh, instance, your green only needs 29 to 31%. That's that's roughly what, what its critical mass, so it actually needs less. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, do they all have this uh, cell structure, or it's just a specific characteristic of the solar plexus? No, I would say, like, um, actually the green, although all of them are spheres... Um, that actually comes across a little bit more like petals yeah. or 
Um, have you seen cones, like pine cones? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So kind of like like that, like yeah. little little particles, like cones. Yeah, yeah. 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 It still sells. It's just like uh, a slightly different, different vibe. Yeah. Huh. Vibe slash vibration, same thing. Okay, interesting. And um, you know how sometimes uh, there are certain foods and maybe yep. spices and oils mm -hmm. that correspond mm -hmm. to this chakra. Um, so first, maybe. Um, does it really help like uh, by consuming these foods and yeah. uh, looking at particular colors yeah, yeah yellow specifically is very much because it is a low dimensional chakra um, all low dimensional chakras by low dimensional I mean yellow and below yeah. are very susceptible to things out there in the universe uh, in the physical realm ah. right so red orange yellow green and up not so much and then violet and white not a lot not 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 not, <laughs> not a lot I, I, that's not where you would go physical is not where you would go to try to activate them but with yellow yeah absolutely it's still low dimension enough so yeah there's like a bunch like wearing yellow clothes mm -hmm. having yellow accessories um very helpful Surrounding yourself with like yellow stones. Very helpful. Yeah. I mean, citrine obviously is a very, very well known stone to activate. Um, yes, I Yeah. Yeah. Consuming yellow foods, like yellow bell peppers, for instance, or yellow apples, um, even mustard, huh. um, that all activates um, your, your yellow center. Um, other things that activated, I'm blanking out the name. All right. I'll, I'll move on, move mm -hmm. on to other things. Yeah. Uh, mimosa, for instance, mm -hmm. not the drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the plant. Yeah. Um, very helpful, especially feminine, like meaning feminine. I mean like for women. Right. To activate their yellow. Mimosa is amazing. So, like, surround yourself with it to balance your yellow is really, really good. Mm -hmm. Dandelion, not just for women, for anybody. Dandelions, mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Like some essential oils. Yes. M melons. Uh huh. Really good for um, to eat, to consume. Uh, very good for the healthy um, solar plexus. Mm -hmm. pine nuts yeah that's a food that is very strongly connected to the yellow and the sense of personal power mm. so pine nuts are really good olive oil is really good for the center lemons naturally mm -hmm. just kind of very to be expected right mm-hmm Potatoes actually also activate and ground you in the yellow energies. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's always more. There's like a ton more. Yeah. And um, what is the state of the hum humanities uh, solar plexus? If, if you look at the entire humanity, how open are 
closed rest. No, humanity's yellow is in a decent shape as far as compared to some other chakras. Um, it is definitely a chakra that is on its way of being mastered. Mm -hmm. um, I would say it's about like maybe like 55-ish percent activated, which is good actually for humanity, uh, yeah. meaning like it is already reached its critical mass mm -hmm. which is not to say that it is completely in a healthy space for everybody there is still a ton of trauma that needs to be worked through mm -hmm. uh, for the yellow chakra but in general I, I'm actually seeing a lot of very positive uh, things happening in the collective in relation to personal power and the abuse of personal power mm -hmm. So humanity is actually evolving that tyrannical archetype. It's like working through that uh, to merge into a society that is a little bit more equal when one person is not able to have all the power in the world. Um, so the yellow tyrannical was very strong during the times of royalty and monarchy. Mm-hmm. You know that was you know a very like a place where humanity w was still you know the yellow chakras were still being developed so people were not comfortable in their own power so they would always kind of like give their power away to somebody in a position of power yeah. right so they would be like well you know the czar or the king or the queen or whoever must have been anointed by god so i would give my personal power and surrender to their will and now you have kind of like obviously the death of monarchy hmm. as, as as a place of power because humanity has evolved now we're we're coming into the state of democracy as as the norm and democracy is actually the next step of the evolution and it is still a governing type of energy meaning it's still an organizing type of energy and very much uh in, in involves and and um is maintained through a hierarchical system, mm -hmm. right? At the same time, people less and less are giving their power away, or at least are taking a little parts of their power back when voting and making certain yeah. collective decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, the next step would be intuitive decision-making, where we're not going to need the voting system, mm -hmm. where people are gonna be more in tune to the collective consciousness and really, that's how decision-making is going to happen for the greater good. Yeah. Right? That's nice. Right now, people are not necessarily, like, when they're voting, they're not thinking about the greater good. They're thinking about the self and the personal. How is this going to affect my family? It's more like the fifth dimensional. Yeah, and fifth dimensional is more like, okay, like, what is the best for everybody? And let me send my energy, channel my energy towards that outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, the last question is about maybe some rituals, because I was just thinking that probably if it's your personal son, there must be a strong connection with the with our son, right? In, in our yes, um, of course, planetary system, of course. Uh, but a lot of people just don't yet enough son, right? So people live in cities. Mm -hmm. uh, are there any like rituals that can help you to have a stronger, cleaner and brighter solar plexus? 
Well, I mean, you kind of just answered your own question, right? So yeah. definitely being in the sun, like vitamin D, there is no substitute for it. Um, there historically have been, you know, the days of the summer solstice, for instance, the yeah. celebrations and a lot of rituals for the summer solstice that really aligned humanity around this and like strengthened humanity's relationship with the sun, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about like growing that cord and, you know, strengthening that cord, making sure that enough energy is, is getting through that, right? So, I mean, obviously reinvigorating a relationship with, you know, the sun and the summer solstice and recognizing that mm -hmm. um, could be a big step for humanity. Or even if, you know, y your friends and family are not doing that, just, you know, recognizing that this is the day for you to check your personal connection with the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, check that it's still there. Check how strong it is. Yeah. And strengthen and widen that cord so more energy can come through to you. Right? Yeah. Um, it is also advisable especially if you're trying to grow your yellow if you feel your yellow is not strong enough but have little gratitude sessions so the sun and you know the perfect time to do that is the morning mm -hmm. that's where the sun is this, like it, you know it's it's growing in its strength and mm -hmm. you can grow with it mm -hmm. you know so the dawn is a very important time to establish your relationship with the sun so very often, you know, again, like if you think back to all the rituals that humanity used to have and tribal cultures used to have, they would greet the sun in the morning. Mm. There were little gratitude exercises, you know, sun wasn't taken for granted. Well, it wasn't taken for granted that sun shows up on the, in the sky every morning, right? Yeah. And, and yes, we know that there is like the physicality, the physical aspect of this world. You know, there is center of gravity and we know the sun is going to show up every morning. That is just the case. Mm. But will the sun fuel you to the best of its ability? It remains to be seen. So especially if you believe your yellow is weak, mm -hmm. greeting the sun every morning, talking to it as if it was an entity, mm -hmm. sharing your issues asking for assistance could be really important um i'll give you a very very quick exercise because i'm sensing that this, this needs to come through although you didn't ask for it yeah um a lot of you are experiencing big issues with decision making especially when these are decisions that are seemingly life-forming decisions for you mm -hmm. there are certain things that you perceive to be cornerstone decisions that would impact the rest of your lives so like a big chunk of your lives so like such as picking a career or like picking who to marry or like when to have children things like that right mm -hmm. very often you're picking between multiple alternatives so you want to imagine that you're standing at a crossroads and then there is the sun in front of your head and you want to see how many options there are for you to pick from and very often you would be picking exactly from these many options Mm -hmm. could be just two roads in front of you could be three could be four could be seven doesn't really matter right you just need to be clear about what road means what like for instance like okay this first road is about me becoming a doctor the second is me becoming a teacher this third is about me becoming a singer mm -hmm. and say there's just three roads which one is for me 
which one would represent my highest highest good mm. right and then you want to see because the sun is going to light up only one of these roads that would represent your highest good and the other two roads are going to remain dark almost like dimmed almost like in in the shadow yeah so that is your answer from your father in the sky for you so that's a good practice yeah that's a great guidance another very important thing again like you didn't ask for it but i'm kind of just gonna throw random things mm -hmm. your way yeah if you're experiencing issues with self-confidence issues with decision making negative self-talk and all of the other things that are examples of the fact that your yellow is not strong i highly recommend having certain items in your house of furniture that are yellow mm. buy a yellow sofa or an armchair yellow curtains yellow fridge whatever that's gonna take you know because being around this and like being centered around this yellow energy you know every day is sometimes what it's gonna take to repair that relationship yeah very often people who have an issue with their own father uh, that relationship is not very well worked out they actually hate the color yellow they don't have a good relationship with that color so rebuilding your relationship to color yellow is very important if you hate it examine it that means that you're probably not accepting of your own masculine energies mm -hmm. as well as your own father so healing your yellow your solar plexus starts with healing your relationship with your dad hmm. with forgiving your dad with having a conversation with your dad if your dad is no longer alive writing out uh, having imaginary conversations on paper with your dad you know asking yeah. the, the questions from your dad having your dad explain why they did or didn't act in a certain way that you expected or nurtured or didn't nurture you in the way that you needed mm -hmm. really healing that relationship rebuilding that bond is going to go to, to to work miracles for your own sense of direction your own sense of stability your own sense of purpose your own sense of accomplishment adequacy energy all of that hmm. really healing that relationship with your father forgive what needs to be forgiven mm -hmm. forgive and forget let it go hmm. that's very important yeah thanks. do the work don't skip the work yeah thanks for sharing that and uh is there a connection between um like a chakra and um some of the elementals meaning what elementals vibrate at the energy of the yellow yeah like um, the fire energy and the solar plexus yeah i mean there are many entities that vibrated that energy there are plenty of dragons that vibrated the fire energy obviously because like the dragons are associated with breathe breathing fire yeah um dragons for sure um a lot of um earth spirits mm-hmm that live very deep in the crust right where like there is the liquid center like the magma mm -hmm. you know there are a lot of elementals that sustain that inner you know 
inner sun, if you will. Yeah. Right. So there are a lot of those elementals that live in the sun. Mm -hmm. um, solars or solaris, they could be called many different ways. Mm -hmm. So they're very much part of the yellow. Um, some spirits that um, govern the inner workings of mountains. Um, so a lot of mountainous spirits. And again, like, so for you to find your core as a man, right? And I think we might have spoken about that. There is like your own personal mountain or mount or mountain chain. Yeah. So elementals that govern mountains are actually the yellow. They're the ones that could help you find your ground, help you find your center, help you get that self-confidence that you need, show your direction, all of that. Mm. Got it. And uh, one last question, I guess. Uh, is there a way you can use or like ask for assistance of other um, beings um, like to help you with opening the solar plexus or getting the, this confidence or um, more energy right because you, you can do it yourself right connecting to the central sun or to the to our son but is there any way you can use the help you can always ask for help uh -huh. i would say that the ones that could be most helpful in here are on um, solar dragons dragons that live in the sun mm -hmm. they're actually very helpful um and they really love the process of rebuilding those connections and they actually clean uh, with fire mm-hmm you don't only have to clean with water sometimes you clean with heavenly fire so they they are actually very equipped to doing this but here's a caveat your personal sense of self comes from claiming your power back yeah asking for assistance from elementals is in essence putting it out in the universe <laughs> that you don't have enough of that power or you're lacking of some sort yeah. So I strongly sense. recommend taking the power back. Yeah. In a way that you feel empowered to clean your own solar plexus, specifically with this chakra. It's very important to use your free will to clean it. Hmm. Because that would totally align you to that energy of manifestation and achievement. And the concept of you being enough to get something. In the same way, for instance, that, or rather, should I say, quite in, in contrast to third eye and crown, mm -hmm. with those ones, you would always want to ask for assistance because those are bigger than you. Those are connecting you to the greater consciousness and the greater universe at large. Mm -hmm. So you always need assistance. For yellow, you could get assistance but it's so much more gratifying and actually establishes the right flow of energy if you were to do the work. Oh yeah, uh, thanks for explaining that. Thank you. Um, okay, so thank you for sharing all this uh, amazing information with us today. Now I'm going to end our session and I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to visit to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given us today. I know that our listeners 
are really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.